Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Ten. I am Scotty Wallace. How are you guys doing? How's it how's it hanging? Yeah? Cool. Alright. Well, we got a lot on our plate to talk about. We've got some things to go over as the Black Bears traveled up to Rochester. Well, fair point. Um, and they took on the Rochester Junior Americans, heading up to upstate New York for the last time. And this was a battle. Like this was like th- this could be a preview of what playoff hockey could be uh, for the NAHL. Very tight checking game. Very uh, a lot of flow to it. A lot of situations. Some things that uh, you know you learn from. And luckily, you have this chance in the regular season to see some kind of playoff desperation hockey. Uh, but it is what it is. Maryland comes out with a split Friday, though. wasn't was a was a heck of a game in terms of uh, just nail-biting action because you just didn't know when the goal was going to drop or who was going to get things going first. Uh, A lot of feeling out in the first period. Not a lot of shots. Six for each side. Uh, Owen Leapack came up big in the early going. He faced a lot of tough chances in that first period. Probably all six of those shots faced were pretty pretty lethal shots, but Leapack was solid in net. Maryland had some chances uh, offensively, get some consistency in there but could not uh, find the back of the twine behind uh, Danik LaRoe. Uh, so nothing nothing after one. Maryland, again, continuing a little bit more of the offensive consistency in the second period, firing 14 shots on the other side. Uh, Maryland controlled a pace of play. I mean, they did have a two-man advantage to start off uh, things. Uh, couldn't find the back of the net on that one, but again, uh did what they could, but also got into penalty trouble on their own. PK was solid on that end. Lee Pack, again, another uh, another solid performance for him in this frame. Uh, huge second period, huge saves in that. Nothing, nothing after two. You're just biting your nails, waiting to fit things going. Uh, power plays on both sides in the third period, uh, but it was Rochester who would strike first on a four-on-four situation. Luca Layton, his 20th of the year, kind of a three-for-a-dollar situation. Uh, two rebounds off a uh, Liam Varmecki and Massimo Gentili shot uh, happened, and then Layton picked up the third rebound and pots it home for his 20th of the year. Uh, so Rochester up there. Maryland trying to get something back, trying to get uh, anything going offensively. Rochester kept him at bay. Uh, some penalty troubles late into the frame as well. Kind of broke up a little bit of flow. And then Adam Gianta scores his 13th into an empty net. Two to nothing. The final in this one. Lee Pack 24 saves in the defeat. Saturday. Uh, Saturday was an interesting one. Saturday was one of those games where you're kind of just. The start off wasn't great, but the finish was very solid. Started off 127 in as Michael Sandrick gets his fourth of the year. Cross ice pass. He was just in the wide open. Taps it in, uh, one nothing early in that. You kind of figured, oh, no, this is not not great. Uh, Maryland gets an early power play, couldn't convert on that. Then Adam Gianta, 6.27 in to the frame, uh, gets it, makes it 2 to nothing for Rochester with his 14th of the year on a one-timer in the slot. And then, yeah, 2 to nothing. But then Maryland kind of woke up from there. They figured things out. They got things going. A switch clicked after the media timeout. And uh, Samuel Stitz nets one after the halfway point, his fifth of the year. Picked it up just off a clearing attempt, drove to the net, put it home for his fifth of the year. Jeremy Trombley gets his 12th assist. Cal Houston gets his ninth assist. Maryland cuts the lead to 2-1. to one. That's where it would sit after one period. Maryland 
controlling the offense at that 19 to nine were the shots overall. Rochester would get a little bit more of a uh, chance in the second period as Maryland's PK was put to task in a big way with three penalties uh, during the frame. Luckily, killed them all off, and then Kareem El-Bashir went to work with his ninth of the year. A great play by uh, Dylan Gordon uh, with for his seventh assist, just working around the zone and then finding and uh, threading a pass over to El-Bashir uh, for El-Bashir to get the tap in. Ninth of the year for El-Bashir, Gordon's seventh assist, and Luke Janis getting his 16th assist of the year. We are tied up after two periods of play. Owen Leapak again. Crucial saves in the third period, really stealing things away from Rochester, making the crucial saves, seeing the puck through traffic too. And that was the one thing, you know, that, that Rochester uh, did really well, got a lot of traffic or drew a lot of traffic towards the net. But Lee Pack was able to see everything after that and just pick up on the puck and get it into his glove to keep it tied. And then 10.47 into the third period, Matthew Croxel getting his first goal Back after an injury, getting his ninth of the year. A fluttering pass, a little, again, a Dylan Gordon setup situation. Uh, his eighth assist of the year. Uh, Cal Houston getting his tenth assist of the season on Croxel's ninth of the year. Gordon just slides the pass into the slot. Croxel doesn't get all of it, gets enough of it to elude uh, Florian Wade. Goes over his glove, and in the net it goes. Maryland up 3-2. to two. Pressure from Rochester late in the third period with the goalie out and uh, Maryland icing the puck here and there. But Maryland able to hold on to a 3-2 win, get a split, and get two points on the weekend. Lee Pack with 25 saves in this one. They split this up weird. They, they literally count every time he's off the ice, like even on delayed calls. So they split up the saves, and they don't then they don't figure it out at the end of it. So who's to say? In any case, 25 saves for him in the victory. So we look at the scoreboard after that. Maine was idle this weekend. Uh, so Maryland actually got back in terms of gains on hand. Maryland sitting up top, two points up on Maine, uh, 31 9 and 5 on the season with a uh, 744 win percentage. They are in first. Maine is in second, uh, 65 points. Rochester in third, uh, 10 points behind Maryland. Johnstown after that, 13 points behind Maryland in fourth. New Jersey, 20 points behind Maryland in fifth. Northeast is 21 points behind Maryland in sixth. Top six make it. Uh, three versus six, four versus five in that first round, best of three. And then we will see how that all pans out from there. Maryland welcomes in New Hampshire, who is currently on the outside looking in for the uh, for the playoffs. They sit in seventh. They are seven points behind Northeast for that final playoff spot. And uh, hasn't been too great in their last uh, 10 games, 3-6-0-1. But they did uh, get a split in Johnstown this past weekend. So, again, one of those situations where you can't underestimate the team you're going to be playing, uh, especially when points are on the line, especially this, that, and the other thing can't, can occur uh, when all is said and done. So, uh, New Hampshire comes in last time. Uh, they, I think they took two games. No, they split, they split the games in New Hampshire. Uh, before that, Maryland took both games. And uh, a lot was uh, a lot going on on that one. So Maryland's going to have to hunker down, buckle up, get two wins, go out to the den. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com. If there are any still available, you can check it out. It's uh, one of their uh, their final home game of the month, and they won't be back until the middle of next month uh, when they play uh, Philadelphia. They'll play Philadelphia. That's that's a weird week. That's the start of a weird week because they'll play Philly 
on the 15th and 16th of March, and then play a Tuesday game in Johnstown, and then play um, Rochester that Friday and Saturday after. So that's going to be a heck of a week from there. So uh, go out to the Den, check it out this weekend, uh, 7.30 start times on each, and uh, it'll be a heck of a time for sure. Uh, and you best, best better get your things going there. Interview time, interview time. It's the only music we have in the show, and it's horribly, horribly sung by me. So uh, it is time for our interviews after a few weeks off and uh, getting over the sickness that Disturbed talked about so many years ago. We got some interviews. We're going to kick it off with uh, head coach Clint Millamak, who joins us to talk about, of course, the uh, the weekend that was in Rochester. Uh, how he felt that went, uh, the playoff feel that came with it, as well as the performance of uh, Matthew Croxel and Dylan Gordon, and also on top of that, the defense as well being able to join up offensively. Hey, Coach Clint Millamont joins me right now. And, Coach, a uh, pretty uh, trying weekend this weekend on the split up in Rochester. Your thoughts on the, on the whole? It seemed like a playoff atmosphere for those games. It was. I mean, we're going to get everyone's best effort. They they won, uh, I think, seven or eight, or eight straight. And, um in our division and, and so they wanted to flex a little bit and, and um, you know, I, I thought I actually played well on Friday. We didn't execute. I think uh, zone time was good. Possession was good. Um, execution was, was bad. I mean, they, they, in a tight game, we had a really bad breakdown um, by a couple of players that, you know, maybe you don't expect it from. So maybe the long layoff hurt him a bit, but, but just got, caught on the wrong side of the puck and they're they're one of their top players made made a top player play and our guys didn't find a way to get our top player play right. so one nothing and they got an empty netter and but i thought i thought our one thing i, I did kind of worry about was our breakouts could we get out quickly and i thought our transition was great we just didn't execute and and that means sometimes like standing in front when my shots were coming i didn't see a lot of that so uh and then on on saturday um you know I just thought special teams usually comes in at some point to be a difference maker, and we got a power play goal, and and so Lee Pack and, and the boys held them off uh, the score sheet power play wise all weekend, and and which is impressive because they have a very good power play, and and they didn't get one, so um, they're a good team. I mean, we we went there and you get a split and, and didn't love it, but um, they're a good team that's won a lot of games in a row. So in hindsight, when you get away from it, like that's a pretty good job. When you look at uh, a guy like Dylan Gordon, who comes in last weekend, has two assists, two pretty big assists as well. Uh, the offensive side of the defensemen have been coming out in recent weeks. How have you liked the play of not only Dylan Gordon, but the rest of the defensive course? Yeah, the, the, you need the – usually after the after the Christmas break, some, some guys start kind of figuring out things and, and their role and, and what they can do and how much more they can do. And I thought he moved his legs really well. His, his biggest asset are his legs, and he got up ice. Uh, twice on both assists, you see him get, get the puck and go and make a play off the rush, and, and that's what he can certainly do. And uh, like Cal Houston was another one where he was noticeably he's noticeably been different since about Johnstown when we played the three three up there before Christmas break. He's like, wow, he's he's taking some steps, and uh, he had his call up to, to Youngstown. I thought that gave him a boost of confidence because he played a ton when he was there, and now he's and he's a guy you can do a lot with too. Like both of them are guys that if you have them all, especially in all zone. They can do things that other guys can't. They can move their feet. They got good vision. They, they play with their, their head up. Um, they can make some puck plays, and that's the stuff we need. That, so basically, it feels like we got a couple of new players. They've they've been good all year, but now they're even, I guess, progressing to the point where 
we have some wild moments on the bench, which is fun. Now you have another guy who came back in Matthew Croxel, who comes back from injury, uh, starts producing as well. How does it feel to have him back into the lineup? Yeah, he's he's another guy that can do everything, I and mean, he's very competitive. Like that's that's a separating factor for him. Uh, some guys are out and they come back in and, and wait, and he's a guy that you know he competes so hard. Um, he finds a way to get things done, and he's his timing is impeccable. Of when loose pucks arrive, all of a sudden there he is, and he's got such a lethal stick. Um, he's very smart, uh, very competitive, very strong, and, and his stick is nasty. It really is. He's got a really good stick. So when he gets gets a piece of the puck, there is it's, it's moving pretty quick. And he, he's just very he's a smart shooter. Like there's guys who can rip and 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 pound pucks and have heavy shots, and and he's got like he's smart. Um, he's got a heavy shot got a quick release but he's, he sees the game very well from a scoring perspective and he does it all the time in practice so it shouldn't be a surprise you see it in game so yeah it's nice having him back we talk about d1 talent there's a kid who's a d1 talent who's going to go to college yeah. early cross and and also been a, it's still young too so a lot, mm -hmm. of, a lot of progress from that yeah he's still developing and and it's his first year of, of junior hockey and and i don't think i don't feel like a rookie or a first year guy to me like and, and a lot of our guys don't they just feel like they're junior a players and junior a ready and and um, and Crocs was the type of kid where, I mean, you know, first first time his birthday's coming up, and he's like, hey, you know, talk to my visors all of a sudden. So like he he wants to he wants to play that type of hockey, and he wants to play with with, with the men, and and he's uh, he's a, he is a young man the way he plays and, and conducts himself. So he's he's you know he's not like a lot of other kids at that age. New Hampshire coming up. You haven't seen them in a bit, and you split up there last time. But when they were here, you also took a sweep of that. What's the key to getting four points this weekend? Uh, well, they split it at Johnstown, scored a lot of goals. So, you know, we're going to watch their video. And, and and I think with us, it's always going to come down to the details. I thought our layoff hurt us with details. Um, so we, we were kind of fine-tuning that a little bit, like just face-off details, positional things, like all the little things that no one sees but the coaches and, and the players learn to appreciate and, and understand. So we're going to focus on that and, and see what they're doing. They've, they've had a lot of changes uh, before the deadline and, and after. So it's a different group. But, I mean, when they go into Johnstown and split and score seven goals against a team that defends, like you gotta be got to be ready. And we talk about this as coaches. Um, every game we played our division is it's not easy. It isn't. Like, it's tough. So it's it's good because I think it gets us ready for, for the right time of year, which is playoffs. And we we expect high-end competition every time we play in this division. So Canada night on Saturday night, you as a Canadian, me as a half-Canadian. Uh, what's the big thing that you miss about Canada, especially probably not the cold uh, in this time of year, but is there one big thing that makes you homesick? Um, I would say... I get, for me, it's just family. This age is family. It's mm -hmm. like, there's, there's like, is it the food? It's, you get the same food here pretty much. It's not that much of a difference. Uh, growing up in, in both in both countries, you kind of see there are differences. Um, and I think for me, it's like, it's it's uh, what I miss most is, is our, our, fa our family that's up there. And and like where you're born and where you're from, it, it's always the guy place in your heart. And, and it could be just the, you know, the, the beauty of the West Coast, the ruggedness of the prairies, and you got like the East Coast is mm -hmm. phenomenal. So the food is good. Like the seafood, the, the good news is here, the seafood is really good. But where, where my family is in British Columbia, the seafood is really good there too. So so I always miss that, but I miss seeing the family, the dogs, and, and, and the, the siblings. So so that's for me is what, what I miss. And and on Canada night, um, I guess there'll be a lot of the uh, 
stereotypical things that they're going <laughs> to talk about. So that I'm used to. Well, I told I told the told the guys up here that they're going to throw poutine instead of cookies, and I don't think they were <laughs> aware of that. So yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> hey, Coach Clint Millock. Next up, Matthew Croxel, who is. Uh, Joining back with the Maryland Black Bears after some time away due to injury, but he's not missed a beat with a goal and an assist in his first three games back, as well as an appearance at the top prospect tournament. We talk about that. We talk about uh, the weekend that was and also how it felt to be back on the ice. Matthew Croxel joins me right now, the Maryland Black Bears, and uh, tough weekend for you guys. You guys pulled yeah. out a split. Uh, your thoughts on the weekend against Rochester? I uh, thought it was kind of a slow start. Not that we were slow, but just weren't scoring obviously the first game and the second game we're just able to like get a pretty gritty win which always feels good now on your goal there you kind of just went to the open areas and you've since you've come back here you've had a good production and offensively goal and assist in your last three games how does it feel to be back into the action and getting back into gameplay it was great like a nice relief like not playing obviously gets pretty boring and old after a while so to be able to play and have an impact has been pretty great now you're able to go to the top prospects tournament in Pittsburgh playing for the select gold team, which is something that the NHL central scouting uh, requests players to go there. Uh, what did you feel about the tournament there, especially being picked on that kind of squad? Um, it's definitely like a confidence boost. You know, like that people like that are interested and the team was all good. Like a lot of good guys and obviously good players to play with. So it was fun. Is that kind of a nice little thing where you can kind of pick and choose from other people's brains and see what they can do and try to improve your game? Yeah, a little bit. I knew, uh, like most of the team already, so it was good to see people. I know I don't get to see a lot, too. Now you have uh, New Hampshire coming up here. You guys haven't seen them in a bit, but the last time you guys played, you got a couple of goals on that Friday night. What's the key to get four points this weekend for the team? Uh, just play our system. Just play how we want to play, and we'll be fine. It's MedStar Health Night on Friday night, and you were part of the team who won the CPR uh, Relay Challenge. What did you learn from that, and what did you take away from that whole team uh, building? Learned how to use the like the heart starter kit, and then learned how to do the compressions. That's good. So and there you go. If, if you need them in a pinch, Matthew Croxel's here. Maryland Black Bears forward, Matthew Croxel. And finally, joined by Dylan Gordon, uh, defenseman for the Black Bears, had two assists this weekend in Saturday night's game. Um, talk about his comfortability more jumping up into the offensive play, uh, as well as what he would like to see for O Canada night that's coming up on Saturday. Maryland Black Bears defenseman Dylan Gordon joins me right now. And Dylan, a tough weekend for you guys. Pretty grindy games for uh, Friday and Saturday. What were your mm -hmm. thoughts on the weekend? Uh, pretty tough start, but uh, we ended up closing out the Saturday game. Felt pretty good coming into this week, you know, competing hard in practice and uh, it went pretty well, I thought. They said they, it seemed like a, a playoff kind of atmosphere, at least the, the game plan that would you kind of agree with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, set expectations for, you know, playoffs and definitely felt, you know, a bit higher step than the regular season games that we've been having and um, you know it's good practice to see what we have coming forward. You had a goal and three assists in your last uh, five games here. What has been I guess the uh, jump start for you to get more offensive in this? Has it just been being able to see the lanes a little bit better or is it just kind of just going for it? Um, it's been uh, just moving my legs, uh, moving my feet, just trying to get into the play. Uh, Make the first, make the first option. Uh, just uh, move my feet and take what I, uh, is given to me. 
Now you guys come into this last weekend again, or this coming weekend against New Hampshire. What's the game plan? What have you guys been working on the week to get a little bit better? Uh, just working on our normal systems, power play, uh, just moving the puck, moving our feet, just uh, keep playing physical, playing hard and fast. So that's that's what we've been doing. Saturday is O Canada night. You've played in Canada for two years. What is the big thing that you miss about Canada that you hope to see on Saturday night? Um, I don't know if they're going to do it, but I do like the national anthem. Perfect. Well, I think that's going to be done, so we'll have that for you yeah. and hopefully to fire you up. For Saturday's game and the rest of the weekend. Still in Gordon and Maryland Black Bears. Thanks to Coach Clint. Uh, thanks to Matt and thanks to Dylan for all their time and effort to join me and speak with me and take time out of their schedule to do all that. Thanks to Chris and Jess as well for providing the area and the space and all that other fun stuff for us to enjoy. Uh, little alumni update, why don't we? We'll start off with uh, Jack Blanchette, the uh, former uh, defenseman. For the Black Bears, he uh, got a nice little defenseman of the week in the CCHA. His uh, first career game-winning goal this weekend in Friday night's win over Augustana. And Blanchette having a heck of a season with the Lakers, one of the many Lake Superior State products that the Black Bears have had come through their ranks. Also, Dylan Finley for uh, UAA, University of Alaska Anchorage, getting the first goal of the season and his first assist of the year as uh, UAA defeated Lindenwood 3 to nothing Friday night. So a big one for him. Also, congratulations to Josh Nixon. 100 career games in NCAA play across Lake State and now at Union. So a big, uh, a big feat for him. Congratulations uh, to him and to Josh Nixon. Great guy, great fella. Uh, and, yeah, looking forward to seeing what he does with the rest of the year at Union. And a shout-out to Cooper Black as well for a, a big shutout on Friday night for Dartmouth in EC, ECAC action, getting him first star of Friday night in the ECAC, ECAC rather. And then a big stop in the shootout with a uh, using his size to his advantage, kicking it out to help the uh, Dartmouth Big Green Sweep St. Lawrence on the weekend. So Cooper Black doing his dang thing out there. That'll do it for us. You guys have a uh, wonderful time. If you can make it out to the rink at some time this weekend, Friday night is MedStar Health Night. There'll be CPR machines. You can get uh, you get, get hands-on with the CPR uh, machine and uh, save a life out there. Why not during American Heart Month? Why not get that going? And then on Saturday, it's O Canada Night. Oh, Canada, as we are often to do, uh, celebrating uh, the Canadian Canadians that are on our squad. And uh, also uh, get the embassy out there. Have them have a little fun out of the rink. Uh, tickets are very uh, scarce, ladies and gentlemen. If you hear me now, go to tickets.marylandblackbears.com if you don't have tickets and get on the horn and uh, get them because it should be an exciting weekend. A, a big weekend. All these weekends coming down the stretch are going to be huge. So come out to Piney Orchard and cheer on your Black Bears. But that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself when someone else has been defending the den. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Uh, at uh, Defending Den MBB. Forgot which, uh, which uh, podcast I was doing right there. At Defending Den MBB on Twitter and ClutchandCrabHockey.com for all the reviews. Until next week. We'll review New Hampshire, and we'll get ready for a couple weeks on the road for the Black Bears uh, and all that ahead. It's, uh, it's, all, it's all there, ladies and gentlemen. It's all coming to a crescendo. 
and we'll be here with you uh, for that. So until next week, peace. <laughs>